Hello, listeners. This is Seattle Diva, brought to you by NM Entertainment, with your host, Naomi Morgan. Hello, everybody. We are speaking to artists and others who are artistically inclined and going to give you a little insight into the greater Seattle area of what it means to be in entertainment. Enjoy. Hello, listeners. This is Naomi Morgan. I'm so excited to be back. This is the Seattle Diva Podcast. I hope you had a good week. It has been some interesting weather for us. That is a given. It is Seattle. Uh, I hope you are staying nice and cool or nice and hot, depending on what time of the day and what day of the week it is. We are here today to discuss what it means to be a working performer. And it's interesting because, especially for me, when I was maybe 10 years old, I'm thinking, I'm going to be a performer and I'm going to be rich and famous and I'm never going to have to do anything but sing. Now, let's think about this for a second because that does happen to some people. You know, they become child performers, I guess, and then you turn into this lavish lifestyle where performing is your only job. That's wonderful. 99% of everybody else, that is not the reality. Everybody has a different kind of side hustle or day job. You know, if you're a performer, you know it as the day job. And I've had tons of day jobs, and I just want to speak to anyone who feels that having a day job means that you're not an artist. Here is number one for me. If you're an artist, if you're a real artist in your heart, you do it because you want to. You do not do it because you're rich and famous. And if that's something that you get out of it, that's wonderful. But that's not how you even develop a craft. You don't develop a craft. You don't develop a talent because you're focusing on being rich and famous. You're developing a talent because it's who you are. And I'm speaking for myself, but I hope other people can really hear me on this. So in order to be who you are, you have to be an adult in the world. It's a, it's a harsh, I feel like, which sound, and it sounds really silly, right? You have to be an adult eventually. And you have to have some way to continue your livelihood to be who you are, to be an artist, to create. And I feel like there's this weird stigma about having to get a day job and not just be a performer, that it means you failed. There is a weird myth about that, and I will be the first to say, that is a myth, people. There are so many artists who have had other jobs, great artists, great comedians, actors, singers, musicians, painters. You have other jobs. That is what you do. And the reason that you actually don't do that anymore is not because, oh, I'm rich and famous and I don't have to. It's because my time demands me to do this more often. There are times in my career where I got to be a full-time performer. Or, you know, a couple musicals back-to-back and band gigs. And, you know, I had all these random kind of great performing gigs and And there's times where it is hot. But I'll tell you something. I'll tell you a secret if you don't know this already. Let's think of a star. Let's think of... uh, 
I feel so bad because I do not trash talk this performer ever. Let's talk about Mariah Carey, okay? Mariah Carey, there, she's not perfect. She has definitely her own flaws, and she wouldn't deny that if she was in front of me right now. Longevity. It comes in waves. People have their moments to shine. Sometimes you shine as a child performer, and you never come back from it. Sometimes you shine, Drew Barrymore, a child performer, and then you kind of go off and and fall off the grid for a little bit, and then you come back. Like, it, it doesn't, it's never a guarantee. You don't just get to be a star forever. You don't just get to be at the top of your game forever. And that's what's so beautiful about it, is it doesn't last. Now, Mariah Carey is a great example because she was, you know, this wonderful singer in the 90s, and everybody knew her as she peaked in the 90s, and, oh, she was never going to have a comeback. But guess what? She came back again in the 2000s, and then she fell off again, and then she came back again. Like, it happens sometimes to some people, and that's how it works in the universe, and some people never come back. And does that mean that they're not talented? Does that mean that they're not real artists? No. And sometimes people have these big hits, and then they go back and they do something else. And you feel like you have to do it because you have to survive. But here's the thing. You do it because you have the time now that you need to put into something else. There is no crime in that. There is no shame in that unless you make it shameful. And I can actually say that, you know... I understand what that is. You feel like you failed, but the only way that'll change is if we talk about it and if we say, hey, I have this day job, I have this other thing that I do because I want to continue doing what I love and what I do, which is create art, music, acting, film, whatever it is. You know, I don't, I don't want to just limit it to one kind of craft. So doing that and having another job allows you to continue. And if if you feel that it is only necessary to just be rich and famous so you can sit on your butt all day, I don't want to be friends with you. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know in depth a lot about me and my company, my company is called Naomi Morgan Entertainment. And I, if you ever wonder why I named it after myself, it's so vain, I know. I just have the fear of people taking things away from me after I build them up. So no one can take away Naomi Morgan Entertainment from Naomi Morgan. That was a side note. We call it NM Entertainment for short. And uh, I I do have some performers that work for me as their day job, which is kind of cool. Part of that is my Singing for Seniors cabaret. It's It's a whole division of my company we call Singing for Seniors. And that is kind of a day job that I've created for several artists that work and also do shows at night. Um, Shout out Casey Reha, who I love with all my heart and soul, by the way. He is is one of those like main stage actors, but he kind of does everything because he's just so great. He's very reliable. He is the king of swing for many reasons. He is partially the king of swing for NM Entertainment. He has his own Rat Pack show which we'll get more into later on in another podcast. But uh, he also is the king of swing, I think, in Seattle because he does a lot of swing work. And that is a job in itself, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know what a swing is, so if you uh, do musical theater, a swing is somebody who basically covers all of the ensemble tracks and maybe some, you know, 
secondary characters. So this is what this means, ladies and gentlemen. Say five. We'll say five people learning, and that's very small, five tracks, okay? So you are not just learning their lines, if they have any lines. You are also learning their blocking. And if you don't know theater very well, blocking is like where the heck you stand on stage. Where you go to next on this scene. Where do you go next on this scene? Okay, blocking, lines. Music. Because in a musical, there are multiple harmonies and lines that you sing. So the swing has to learn not just... Like for me, here's the thing for me. I would never be a swing. I'm not responsible enough. My retention is maybe not even good enough. But a swing has to learn your actual harmony line. So you have to be a fast music learner. Now here's the... Here's... It gets even crazier. You also have to learn all of their choreography. Okay, I can barely learn my own choreography. In fact, when I did Rent at the Fifth Avenue Theater... They didn't even really choreograph out tonight because I'm terrible. They're like, just go, just be here by this part of the song. (laughs) Just be over here by this part of the song. So somebody who can learn multiple tracks of each character, that is the hardest job in theater. And I do not think it's appreciated enough. It's so funny because if you get the swing roll, it feels like, oh, well, at least I got the swing roll. No, no, no. It's because the theater trusts you enough to be able to deliver all of those parts. It's a huge compliment. Let's turn that on its back because that's the reality of the whole thing. Casey Rahal books a lot of swing gigs and he's actually doing, he's actually not the swing for Guys and Dolls, which I can't wait to see um, at Village Theater. If you are a fan of Village Theater, which I am, I am also a fan of the director. Her name is Billy Wildrick. I'll talk more about Billy in a later podcast. Uh, I love Village Theater. Uh, Rob Hunt is the executive director. Very good friend of mine as well. I'll talk about him later on in another podcast as well. I want to talk about Casey because I want to give him a shout out because he works his ass off in the theater community. And back to what I'm calling him, the King of Swing, he also has a day job with NM Entertainment. He does the singing for seniors gig. So for him, his day job is to do Uh, shows at a lot of retirement communities that subscribe cabarets to my company and we do something different every month. So that has kind of turned into a day job. There's a lot of these really great companies that really try to utilize performers um, and be able to pay them a really good wage by doing these day jobs. And you really have to, you know, earn a good reputation for jobs like that. So there are some that are out there. There's a lot, you know, at Disneyland, I know. There's Party Princess, I know. They hire a lot of full-time or professional performers as well. There are those jobs, but you, everybody has to start somewhere. And maybe that is not the job for you. Maybe you're also a really good accountant. I wish I was a good accountant. I'm a terrible accountant. And I have a company. It's really hard. But to have, like, a valuable skill where you're making a living wage and then you can perform at night at a really good community theater that treats you well, why wouldn't you do that? That's amazing. And that should be respected. And it is respected. And if people don't respect you because you have a day job, they're like, oh, well, they have a day job. They're jerks, says me. Uh, I just want to say this podcast is a lot different, I know, from Seattle Diva with all the Diva Tech girls. And it's just really exciting to be able to talk to you directly and give you some insight into um, 
what it means for me as a producer in the entertainment world in the greater Seattle area. And I'm just so happy that I get to have a voice and I get to speak with you today. I will be having one of my other acts come on. They're not going to start till September. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I hope to see you next week. We have episodes for you every Friday for the rest of the summer. And then again, we'll be starting up with one of my new groups. And now you know what? I'm not going to announce who they are. So you got to check in next week. Love you. Bye.